Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the show. Um, the internet's only funny podcast, as every news outlet has called it this week. Um, can I speak to your manager? The the show where we where we do the dive the div the div dipe. We do <laughs> We do Deve the div dipe. dipe. Sounds, no div dipe sounds like a Star Wars name. <laughs> uh we, we, we dive deep into into the ocean, the ocean of customer service and try and pick out some shitty fish. Uh to kick us off, Seb, this week. Well, how are you, mate? That was a disgusting metaphor. Um <laughs> so worse now that you've you've started talking to me. Um, uh, but my week has been, uh, tainted by a weird experience I had the other day as a customer. Oh, yeah? Um, so I haven't got in a taxi for a very long time, sort of. Mm -hmm. And I got, I got in a taxi. Uber or? Uh, A a taxi outside a train station in London. Wow. Old school. So, I was on, I was on my way to a thing. It's a classic Um, pickup, I believe they call it. The, uh. The uh, so some good context is it was during the last England game, oh, during right, the yeah. Euros. I don't keep up with football. I don't know what's going on. Which I believe just... at time of recording, the last one got us into got us. I've not watched a second of football. Got the England team into the semi-finals, I think, which is why there was probably an extra ruckus. And I have a and I have a feeling that actually that next match is happening as we're recording this. I think it is. Yeah. So, uh, if anyone's listening, you know where we stand on that kind of thing. Uh, avoid um, with all my heart yeah. and being. But, um, but so, so the guy at the front of the taxi rank um, was watching the football game and vaping sat on the back of his car. <laughs> and I sort of went up and he was like, oh, do you mind going to the next dude? Because I really want to watch this. And I was like, yeah, that's perfectly fine by me. I don't care. <laughs> Um, so I went to the next dude, and I've never seen someone get so angry so quickly. Um, because he was like, that's not allowed. So, what? He said about... Well, what, you, I didn't know or... what he meant. To me. <laughs> to me. And it turns out that apparently if in a taxi rank, you're not allowed to send someone to the next person. You just have to... Do it. Do it and go. And then I had uh, one of those moments where I wanted to uh, leave my skin... Um, and evaporate um, because then he got out of the car no. and went to argue with the other dude oh. I should point out the, the, the guy who was arguing was this bit of a well I'll use the term that I think is best would best describe him which was a gammon yeah um, went over and sta- yeah went over and started having a bit of a go being like well you can't do that <sighs> and all that sort of thing and then I was like oh, it's all good I can I'll just go um, and then he was oh, like, what? "No." Well, and then he was like, "No, I'm going to take you there." And then they were both like, "Well, no, I'm going to take you there." Oh fuck um, me! And then I just want to—I just want to be clear. This is potentially the tamest part of what happened. <laughs> um, they, I ended up being almost forced into this taxi with this man. <laughs> um, Wait, which which one? The first man or the second man? <sighs> The second, the gammon, unfortunately. Right, yeah. That's it. That felt like gammon behaviour. I told him where I was going, and he said, cool, I know where that is, and took me to the wrong side of the city. <laughs> um, all the while explaining to me 
that he doesn't use technology and the council are trying to get him because he doesn't use technology. Because in the 90s, <laughs> someone tried to steal his house using an email. So, um, uh... <laughs> oh my god, that just shut my brain down for a second. And I asked him. So, I asked him what I asked him what he meant because I was curious. Yeah. Um, so, but I pointed out that we were on the wrong end of the city because I I was like, this is not where I need to be. So I opened <laughs> my phone and had a look at the map, and I was like, oh, uh, by the way, we're on um, we're like the opposite side of the place. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, sorry, I won't charge you for that bit. I'll drive you there now. So that was fine. That he was like, honest mistake. And then he was like, yeah, it's because I don't use the internet or computers. And I asked him, oh, is it just a, you know, thing of thing you're not not particularly a fan of? And he said, no, someone tried to steal my house via an email in the 90s. I, I still don't more. know. What, I still don't know what that means. How did you not poke for that? That's the whole, I need to know what that <laughs> means. I mean, I was asking, I, I mean, so I asked, what, what exact words did I use? I wanted, I look. I was trying to step carefully because I just needed to get to where I was going. Mm. And he had already driven me 20 minutes in the wrong direction once. I didn't want him to do it again. And then I'd missed the thing I needed to do. So I did ask him, oh, how did that go? I think is what I said. Um, and he told me about it. I mean, it sounds like what he was describing was, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, identity theft. Uh, right, um, but he said, but nothing ever happened, other than apparently he had a call with the police, and they said you have to deal with this yourself. How does that equate to someone trying to steal his house through a fish email? Absolutely no idea. <laughs> um, but then he was he was also then telling me about how the council, contemporarily in modern day, are trying to get him, whatever that means. <laughs> Because now everything is online, and because he doesn't do online, they're trying to get him. Just force an iPhone into his hand. Well, and then he charged me via a card machine using his iPhone. So, like... <laughs> I just... <laughs> what a frick! So I just don't know. It was, a tr it was a truly... Honestly, just confusing experience. Uh, I'm gonna go out and say that man probably shouldn't be a taxi driver, huh? I mean, probably. He did tell me that he's been doing it for 32 years. Clearly. You can't tell what one side of the city is from the other. <laughs> yeah, the place he took me, he was like, yeah, it's definitely around here. And I was like, it's, I don't think it is. <laughs> That's wild, man. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there should be two licenses. One that you get naturally. This is for all taxi drivers. Okay. One that you get naturally, one that you earn. The one that you get naturally is your license to be a taxi driver when you pass the relevant tests. Mm -hmm. And the other one is you're now allowed to talk to the customers. I think there should be, as a rule, don't. Never allowed to engage <laughs> unless they engage first. Even then, you've got a script. If you relegate to the upper level of taximen, then you can speak freely. So, I mean, the last, the last taxi I got in before this one that was when I was in... Fascism. I mean, it's not good, which is why I kind of wanted to gloss over it. But um, but um, the last the last one I was in when I was in Bristol visiting yeah. visiting you for some work a month or so ago, I had like the coolest driver possible. 
Oh yeah. So that's what I, that's and that was the first taxi I'd got in like two years or something. Oh, so it, like it really fucked up your bar. Yeah. Well, because he was, he was the guy, the cool guy was, I got in and he was asking me about what I was doing and all that sort of stuff. And he just went on this whole, like, eat the rich, <laughs> society need to, need to step up and take back control. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. That man gets his talking license. Exactly. He called me comrade. <laughs> was your driver Putin? <laughs> no, no. He was, he, he was definitely not Russian. Um, and he was also, he definitely seemed like a nice guy. Sure. Yeah. That's a good distinction that, um, so I've got a game for you. It's a short one, but it's, it's a one. So I've got three fast food adjacent headlines. Okay. One of them's real. <laughs> okay. Two of them were written by me in about the five minutes before we started recording. Yeah. So that's what you were doing when I was like. Sending emails and things as you were and making trying this to game. start the episode. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, number one. Uh, by the way, these can be from any year. Oh, okay. They're not like new. Okay. Uh, number one. Sting comes out as the ghostwriter for Fast Food Song by the Fast Food Rockers. Okay. Number two. Man arrested for tossing Gator into Wendy's drive-thru window. <laughs> okay. And number three, McDonald's manager fired after court giving himself, and I quote, coleslaw enema. Okay, Which here's of those the problem. are real, <laughs> Seb? Here's the problem. <laughs> They're all believable. <laughs> that's, that's worrying. Based on things I've seen and read and experienced in my own life, those are all potential things. Okay, the I'm first... happy because I thought they were going to be too believable. <laughs> the first two, you could have said, oh, did you see that story? And I would have said, yeah. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I... Sting came out as the ghostwriter for the fast food song, but the fast food Sting, Sting does stuff, man. Sting does do stuff. Do you see that thing he did with Shaggy recently? That was great. They did um, a whole album with Shaggy. People don't talk about that enough. Yeah, Sting's great. I don't know what I talk, I, I don't I don't know what he gets up to nowadays. But uh, every time he does something, I talk enjoy. About, just long fucks. Elaborate. Uh, ta- <laughs> he's a tantricman. He's like I like to. Oh. It, there's like tales that he will like. He'll smash butts for like 24 hours straight in one session. He's in his 60s, isn't he? Yeah, dude. Dude gets it, and apparently gives it. Damn, let's all aspire to be more like Sting. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think, I think. Would you like to hear them again? Or are you okay? No, I'm good. <laughs> I think the alligator is true. You think that the man arrested for tossing a gator through the Wendy's drive through window is true? Yeah, I follow the Florida Man account on Twitter and I just, I don't know if it... It just um, rings a bell, you know. Well, I can tell you, Seb. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. <laughs> what? Now, here's the, here's the... I need a very important answer from you. Mm-hmm. Am I right because it's happened and it was the one you had, or am I right because one of the others is also true and you just Googled this and saw that that's also a thing that has happened? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to bring the article back up. Uh, okay. The other two, the Sting Ghostwriter and the Coleslaw Enema were mine. Um, not a sentence I thought I'd say. Uh, and it's interesting <laughs> that you say Florida man because he was a Florida man. Um, of course, of course. A Florida man threw a three and a half foot alligator through a Wendy's drive through window as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the incident occurred in October, but Joshua James, 23, was taken into custody by US Marshals this week and is accused of assault <laughs> of a deadly runs, weapon. It's... Oh, okay, hold on. That's also as a league already catching uh, an alligator. I thought they were classing the alligator as a deadly weapon. I mean, what else would you class it as? An alligator. But if you're using it as a weapon, it's pretty deadly. You have to put a handle on it. <laughs> Not necessarily. It's got a tail. <laughs> just yeah, swing got the back. Just... It's got a natural back tail. But if you want to operate the jaw, you're going to need to put like a draw handle on the top of his oh, snoot. Okay, I was I was picturing more like a like a young crocodile that he was swinging around by the tail some interesting wording here since officials like officially they say the gator was left inside the restaurant uh, sorry was inside the restaurant and was later released in a nearby canal officially one of those one of those one of those cooks back there absolutely murdered that alligator you had it here first wendy's sell gator burgers i think you're working in a kitchen you're you're pro you are potentially on coke or something. <laughs> um, an alligator is thrown through the drive-through window. You get your big chef knife. You you jump on it. Seb, no one, no one through the hell Wendy's has a chef knife. <laughs> you don't know that. Everything comes in bags of pulp. Yeah, you're probably true. That's probably right. You get the deep fryers and you empty them out onto the alligator. And it smells delicious and you question your choices for the rest of your life. For fuck's sake. Anyway, um, I think we said it, but this is the show where we do the customer service thing. We chat about that. We did, we, we did say that. We I'm chat Seb. about all of those. Uh, oh yeah, that's Seb, I'm Liam. I'm sure. I think we, oh. I think we did that already. Um, I actually I have a submission did. here. Okay. Oh yeah, please. Um, that's related to... I mean, it's, it's the... It's the happy one. It's the happy fast food. Oh, I see. You know? The ones that are just like, mmm, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, it's, mmm, that's, I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's it. That's actually what it is. It's, mmm, that's, um, I like that. <laughs> I, might, I might make that uh, logo later. Um, a t-shirt. Um, but this is set of one of those. Nice. Uh, this is from Casey, so thank you, Casey. And this actually came direct to my personal inbox, so thank you. Interesting. That's... It's a person who follows gross, me on but... Instagram. Okay. Hmm? <laughs> no, no. Two adults found a random knife on their table, question mark in brackets, uh, and were yelling violently about what to do about this. Then I said, I work here, please give it to me. And they obediently <laughs> shut up gave it to me, and left the restaurant. What kind of knife? We do not have that information. Reply. Ask them what <laughs> kind of knife now. Okay, I don't think we'll get a response now, but I will send that message. Good. Um, and then maybe there'll be a part here where, like, tomorrow Seb records a bit and says what happened. That's true. If I get a, if I get a response, I'll, uh, Editing I'll include Editing Seb it. might pop in here. 
Yeah. We don't know. Maybe. And in the case that he pops in now, oh, thank God he's gone. That, that's for afterwards. Get it? It's a good joke. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, because the, the knife makes a big difference. If it's like one of those like plastic see-through knives they give you with the pancake meal, then it's not a big shock as to why that's there. You probably ordered some food that needed a knife. Do they sell pancakes? In the breakfast thing. Okay. You get like a you get three pancakes um, and then a, uh, a flat sausage. Like a I don't patty, like, like, a, like a round, I don't like the sound of that reformed sauce. The only the only thing I've eaten from their menu for maybe five years is the hash brown. Yeah, um, I got a hash about brown. Forty percent oil from um, experience. Yes, it was uh, it was not good. Um, these two are these two are murderers. They have just given you a murder weapon, and you're going to go to prison. So congratulations. Do you think that was their way of disposing of a weapon? Because what it, a great way to do it. Yeah, make a fucking fuss in a restaurant where someone's not getting paid enough, and they'll mm. just be like, "Fuck off! Just let me deal with this." They'll throw the knife away. What cop is going to be like? Oh, we need to check the the happy places bins from Thursday in case the stab people went there. Um, perfect crime. These people are going to live a free life and you are going to go to prison, so you're an idiot. Do you think that you've ever helped cover up a crime? Uh, actively, yes. I've let people steal, as I've said many a time on this show now. That's true. You're right. Yeah, no, you are. You're right. You are right. Caught. Well, you're not giving any information, so you could just be joking. That's, uh, you know. It was at the uh, high street. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he stole some... And I let them walk out. <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep all of that out. <laughs> um, so I've got a couple of quick ones here that lead me to ask you a question afterwards. In fact, I'll ask you the question first, then let you suck okay. on it while I read these. Yeah, please do. Um, I want let, you to think about me. any particularly <laughs> stupid questions that people have asked you. And I know that one place that may come to mind is the is the fruit, the fruit one, the the, the, the yeah. tech based fruit place. Actually, it's not a tech based fruit place, is it? It's kind not. of the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, um, it's the opposite of that. Stupid question number one. Uh, I used to work in a shoe store, and we get a lot of foot traffic of people just coming through because we're in a strip mall. Uh, one day, a man just walked into, popped his head inside the door, and said. Do you sell shoes here? Bear in mind, three out of the four walls in the store are entirely covered in shoes. <laughs> we get a lot of jovial customers, so I expected him to laugh and say, nah, just joking with you. I, I paused and let that happen. But nope, he was serious. So I look around and say, uh, yes, we do. Um, so he replies, oh, okay, and walks off. Never came into the store again. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he was part of it. He was in on something. <laughs> he's, he's a case in the joint Yeah He was distracting that person While someone else stole a pair of like Yeezys from the We wall. had a lot of old women steal shoes um, Like for their For their, their grandkids um, They'd come in with like You know the old women that push those little like They pulled those carts yeah. around They'd be foil lined Because that mm. stops shit going off In the, um, the, the, the alarms going off at the door And it's like actually illegal to walk into a shop With fo a foil lined bag and we'd always catch them. So coincidentally, Sneaky little women. 
I have um, I have two 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 messages from people here. One of which is about old lady ceiling things. The other is about <laughs> a, a shoe a shoe shop. <laughs> um, so I just I do just want to bring one of them up very quickly. The yeah. old lady ceiling one, just while we're Please. on the. Uh, an old lady tried to shoplift with a fake British accent and a fake <laughs> limp, and she tried to conceal a shirt under a napkin as she walked out. Wow. Short and sweet. Completely, completely stupid. How big? How? That's really not smart, huh? No, actually, I should point out there is one word I forgot to include here, which is uh, she tried to hide it under an unfolded napkin. <laughs> okay, so slightly bigger. Slightly um, bigger. Yeah, that's dumb. Like that's very people dumb. don't walk around with like napkins full of stuff like it's a a little spindle on their shoulder. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Bindles? Bindle, yeah. A little bit a little napkin bindle. Yeah. Do you think you could get away with that? If you walked in with a napkin bindle, discarded the fluff that was in there, put a shirt in and then walked out with an with a an, an apparently it's the same napkin bindle. You just Indiana Jones that shit. You would have to do it with a shop without security cameras, because that whole every shop has is blind not... spots. Yeah, but that whole process of taking it off the stick and you know that's that's not something. It's not like you're slipping something into your pocket. You have to tie and untie a thing. Okay, so what you do is you have it's it's a prop bindle. It's not a a real bindle. Mm-hmm. And you have it so the the the, the bindle stuffings can travel down the handle pipe, <laughs> go okay. into your sleeve, down your trouser leg, and out the bottom mm-hmm. of your trouser like the dirt in The Great Escape. You know okay. how they get rid of all the dirt? Yes. You do that, and you just slowly just drop your bindle stuffings as you're walking around the shop. And then when it gets to the point where it's empty... You chuck a shirt in the bindle stuff, and you leave. Okay, here's my alternative option. Don't need it. Uh, you go in. The bindle, you untie your bindle. <laughs> That's a shirt. You tie, it's a shirt. You tie up and <laughs> you tie a new bindle for yourself. It's the shirt you want to steal. You walk out, no one's any wiser. Wait, so you wrap the existing bindle in a shirt to create a new bindle? The, the, I mean, that's a simpler way of what I... <laughs> okay, so what were you doing? You think you're going to take in a bindle and a stick and create two bindle? No, I was going to... You were going to take... You were going to go in, you were going to unwrap the fabric that you had up there and just discard that somewhere and then take a shirt off the rack and and tie it up. Like yeah, that's worse, actually, isn't it? It is, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've spoken um, enough about bindles, if I'm being honest. I don't think that word has no meaning now. But to be fair, like as someone that's worked on footwear, man, like people are fucking idiots. They're absolute <laughs> idiots. Have I have <laughs> I mentioned the uh, the two most outrageous sizing implements that people have used? No. So the first one I thought was the, like the height of human stupidity, until the second one happened. Um, so a woman came in and asked for some shoes for her son. I was like, oh, is, is he here? Can, does he want to try some on? She's like, no, he's not here. I'm just gonna have to buy them. 
She's like, she had like three pairs that she liked, and she was like, cool. I was like, okay, what size do you want these in? And she said nothing, and then just handed me a piece of paper. Um, I looked at that piece of paper, and she had drawn round her son's foot. Um, and was like, oh, in this size, please. Uh, so I just had to go out the back and just put <laughs> shoes up to this drawing of her son's foot over and over again until I found the right one. Again, I'm sure they have shoes. Look at them. I'm sure there'll be a size on them. Yeah. If they don't fit, go one up. Yeah, uh, makes sense. And I thought that was stupid as fuck until uh, a guy came in and same process. Uh, and he was like, oh, can I have them in this size, please? And handed me a stick that he had snapped <laughs> to the length of his uh, child's foot. That doesn't take in the girth into account. It takes that absolutely take nothing. He must have gone through the effort, which is way more effort than lifting a tongue of a pre-existing shoe, to take their to find a, a straight enough stick to then put their child's foot on to then <laughs> make sure they snap it right so it's the right length, and then make sure they bring that into the center of town to give to me a poor underpaid worker. Um, that's dumb. Yeah. People are the worst, man. Yeah, I'm not... I don't want to work in a shoe shop. I said that last week, and I'll say it again. Mm. Is there anything, like, particularly shitty you've done as a customer? Like that? Like... I mean, not like that, but... Not like that. Okay, that's... That's pretty primo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in terms of... Because I've got a thing here about someone which blew my fucking mind that someone had the absolute gall to do this, but uh, working in a cafe, and apparently people would just regularly reach into the tip jar when they were short on the thing to pay. And she'd be like, oh, I, I put money in here, so it's fine, right? I can take it out when I need it. Like, that's fucking that's insane. unbelievable. <laughs> the audacity to do something like that is... I just realised this comment that's on the thread as well, which was, for the same reason you can't just reach into someone's underwear, they ain't yours. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> imagine, imagine looking at someone who gets paid minimum wage, staring at them, and reaching your hand over into the thing to get an extra like 20p out especially in america man when like people are getting paid like three dollars an hour because they can make their money up on tips or whatever yeah that's violent yeah mate like you're a criminal you should you should be in prison you should be in social prison if someone actually did that when i was working somewhere i truly don't know what i would do snap the wrist I'm not fast the old enough to wo- do that. Give, uh, give him the old wushu finger hold from Kung Fu Panda. Oh, isn't that one? I was thinking of... Um, did you ever watch the Jackie Chan cartoons? Yes. Well, uh, you know the granddad, the grandpa, whose name I <laughs> yeah. can't remember? He would, you know, he would go for the... He would do a little little pinch nerve grab and uh, people would pass out. Yeah, I've got another stupid question, which is apparently the theme yeah. of my ones this week. Yeah, apparently. Um... Which is that someone worked in a produce department at a grocery store. It was summertime. We had seedless watermelons on sale. Uh, the sign was posted on all the cardboard bins that read, Seedless watermelon, one each, four ninety eight. A customer approached me with a confused look on her face and said, Excuse me, sir, I have a question. Does each watermelon have only one seed? The sign <laughs> says one each. 
I didn't answer right away. I was waiting for her to smile and laugh and tell me she was joking, but no, she was serious. I politely told her that every watermelon is $4.98 each and have no seeds. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. I was thinking you couldn't call them seedless if each watermelon had only one seed. Thanks for clearing that up for me. And she left without buying any melon. (laughs) Are you going to try and justify this? Well, I wanted to. I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I can't... I can't scramble any excuse for her. That's reasonable. <laughs> In what world would you see seedless watermelons, one each, four ninety eight? I would assume that I'm only allowed to buy one of them. Yeah, to be like, yeah, to be fair, the wording's shit. Like that's what I. I would assume there's a limited number of them. There is a melon drought, and you're only allowed. <laughs> you're only allowed one melon per household. Like, that sounds like, like we're a in North Korea off. or something. That sounds like a, a band Jamiroquai would make in his late fifties. Melon drought. Um, so here's the Fuck. thing. Yeah, God, take it over, man. My brain's absolute garbage, and I'm getting cooked alive in this room right now. So there's something that I read three days ago that was sent. Okay. To me, mm. And I and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since. <laughs> okay. Um. So I hope that if I say it out loud and other people hear it, then I cannot have it in my head anymore. Nice. That's that's a good way to live. This co- this comes in from Evan. I know Evan. Thank you, Evan, for sending this in. And also, never speak to me again if this is the sort of thing that you're going to say to me, because <laughs> I I can't I I genuinely haven't been able to think about anything else for the last four days, <laughs> three days. When I worked at X coffee shop, um, that I also worked at is the thing. But uh, I was I was fired before this. Oh, story this happened. one. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, A woman made me put her lemonade in the microwave four separate times to heat it up to different levels. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. Four separate times for four different levels. So was she, like, drinking some, being like, this needs to be hotter? Drinking more, this must be hotter. And just wanted to, like, scold her sins away with the hot lemon? That's all I can assume. The idea of hot lemonade is disgusting. The hot I mean you don't really like the bubbles anyway, do you? I don't. I'm not a bubbleman. No. Um but the idea of putting a glass of lemonade in a microwave. When I was a kid, I was really fascinated with the idea of hot milk. Well, no, that's a thing. That's not true. <laughs> lemonade and milk. That's disgusting. And I always thought about putting milk in a soda stream. I never did uh, it. You've just unearthed uh, <laughs> uh, a a memory of mine that I forgot I had of SodaStream. In no, in so in the I went I went to secondary school in a little town, a little village, um, <laughs> and there was a shop um, that sold like sweets and things. Like you weren't technically allowed to leave the school grounds, but we still did to go and buy sweets right, and yeah, things. Yeah. It's called Scribs. So that will give it away to anyone who lives in the very tiny village where probably no one's under the age of 45 nowadays. Um, <laughs> well, shitly. No, that's not where I went to school. Oh, really? No, it's a different a small village. If those oh, are right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone... Uh, big, big up the Chuckle Brothers who live down the road, apparently. Never saw them, <laughs> but I was told that. Uh, Chuckle Brother, actually. Oh, one of them died. They, they were both alive at that point. Oh, yeah, I think Barry's just living up in Ibiza now, listening to Bass right. Hunter all the time from what I've seen on his fucking yeah. 
social. Doesn't surprise me. But um, for one week and one week only, there was a can in, in the fridge at Scrivs that was a fizzy milkshake. Interesting. And I never plucked up the courage to buy it and try it because I thought it would be disgusting. I, I had a, like a deep fascination with the idea of fizzy milk. Because, I can't right, think of anything table, more disgusting. As a, child, as a child, I was a disgusting human being that drank <laughs> a lot of milk. And we're talking six pints in two days. Like I was a piece of shit. And uh, that, that seemed like it, man. Fizzy milk seemed like things can't get better than that. And lemonade seemed like the obvious option because to me that was like, well, yeah, that's just fizzy water. But then when I actually had fizzy water later in life and realised that it's just TV static in liquid form and it's fucking violent. And I hate it. I've just found it. Excuse me? I just googled fizzy milkshake. And there's a whole Reddit thread about people who were like, did this exist for like a week or two in the early 2000s? And I found an advert for it. I have a challenge for you. Yeah? If you can find somewhere to purchase a can of fizzy milk, post it to me and I'll drink it live on an episode. (laughs) It's, um... It was made by Tango. Of course, those dirty pricks. Tango Strange Soda. Absolutely filthy bastards, mate. Strange Soda, was that a line they were going to make? Liam, I'm just, I'm just going to send you the advert for this. <laughs> okay. And I'll, I'll probably drop the, drop the audio into the episode for people because it's something. Right, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I can't believe that this was a thing that actually existed. Tango Strange Soda. Pronunciation TV ad. Yes, that's the one. For legal reasons, we at Tango will shortly be changing the name of our freaky soda drink. Like a press so release. it's like a fake Tango press conference. Soda. But we know it doesn't sound as freaky, so we'll be pronouncing oh it like Oh my god. I'm going to wheel that back. I want... Thank you. Tango Strange. <laughs> Why is this guy not the biggest actor in the world? That's the funniest thing I've he's, ever seen. He's clearly, he's clearly. He's a... That's a fucking great noise. Even better yeah, the this... second time round. <laughs> so he's got a violent tongue. That's really good work, that, actually. There's there's a comment on this Reddit thread saying that the only place they could get them was from some dodgy geezer at a local sweet shop, and that could honestly be the same place that I would go to to buy sweets as a kid. Oh god! Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thanks for joining us on this journey. Yeah, um, if you could, we appreciate everyone listening. If you could do us all a favor and share the show, rate it on iTunes, maybe. Um, Send it to a friend, Tell people you know. about it. Just, yeah, let people, if you like it, let some other people know that might like it because that makes us happier and makes us feel like less of a chore. Every time you, uh, I just heard so much of the goop in your eye when you slip, when you how scratch did you, that. Out. How did you hear that? That was like fucking horrendous, mate. How did you hear that? I just proper heard a wet goosh from your eyeball there. Yeah. 
Okay, anyway, there we go. thanks so, everyone <laughs> for listening. Uh, you can send in your stories to uh, our Instagram at to your manager or to your manager at gmail.com. Um, and uh, hey, if you've got this far in the listening, send us a message about who you would like us to have on the show. Yeah, we, we were discussing this just before we did the episode. And that could to get be, it could be you. Together. It could be you as well. If yeah, you just say, tell hey, us why. Give, yeah, if you in, say, hey, I'm no a no more than dude. 200 words, tell me why you deserve <laughs> to be on this show. I would say, I would say, le- I would say much less than 200's fine. No more than 200, no less than 180. That's, ignore what he's saying. Um, show you're working. Liam, do you have a last Oxford thing? cited. Do you want to finish the show? Uh, sure. I was selling an elderly woman an airline ticket for her first trip on a plane. Me? I said to her, would you prefer a window seat or an aisle seat on the plane? Customer. Oh, I think I'll have an aisle seat. I plan on getting my hair done before the trip and I don't want it blowing around. (laughs) Either she truly has never been on a plane before or she's really funny. Yeah, I'm happy with either one. Either one makes me happy, so. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Cheers, everyone. Mmm. That's... I like it.